Blog Talk Radio. Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On all things franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today. Thank you so much for dropping by and spend a little time with us. Today's going to be a great show. Well, I guess I should say they're all great shows, but today's going to be an especially great show because I'm going to introduce you to an industry that a lot of people wouldn't necessarily think would be delivered as a franchise model. So we're going to be talking about commercial cleaning and um, that, that industry is a huge market. So let me give you some numbers that I recently found. The estimated annual revenue of the, the commercial cleaning industry is $48 billion per year. Its average growth in the U.S. is about 10% per year. That is lovely. That is just absolutely an amazing growth percentage. Uh, the revenue increase by 2023, that's just a few years away, is going to be over $2 billion. This is the part that I think is really interesting, and that is 24%. So that is almost one-fourth of the cleaning services out there for commercial cleaning. It's outsourced. It is outsourced. So there is also more than twice as many clean uh, commercial cleaning jobs as residential jobs so if you were thinking at looking at a residential cleaning services you might want to take a step back i'm not saying there's not a need for that i'm just saying take a step back look at the commercial cleaning industry and see if that might be a better fit for you what you might find is even the hours may work better for you so today we have David Grossman, who is the owner and CEO of Renew Systems, which is a global provider of comprehensive deep cleaning services to the hospitality industry. And he's going to talk a little bit more about that. Renew was founded in 1991, and when they were asked to clean a hotel, they found their niche, and they have now been franchising since 2001. Help me in welcoming David Grossman. David, welcome to the show. Thank you, Linda. It's great to be here. Oh, absolutely. I think it's so fascinating, David, that that Renew has found this niche. And I never thought about having uh, a commercial cleaning in, um, business that specialized in hospitality. I know that you, you're going to talk a little bit more about how that's expanded, but tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with Renew. Sure. I, uh, I took a somewhat unorthodox route, which is fine, and actually lots of my team took an unorthodox route, and a lot of our franchisees uh, took an unorthodox route before finding their way to Renew 
I had spent a number of years uh, doing two things. One is a management consulting uh, and helping advise companies, some big, some small. And I also uh, had a few jobs on Wall Street where I was uh, what is known as venture capital or private equity, where you invest in companies uh, and try to help them grow and, 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 and increase the value of our, of our investment. So for a number of years, I was uh, I enjoyed those those two uh, types of careers uh, paths, but um, as an advisor and kind of at a high level, and I really wanted to get my hands dirtier and something that I could be involved with operations and be involved with with for for many many years. And years ago in college, I uh, ran a small business, and I just had a lot of fun. Uh, doing that. And so that was always in the back of my mind. So in 2010, I ended up getting involved with Renew. Uh, I was looking for for the better part of the previous seven or eight or business that I could uh, buy and then uh, operate. And eventually I found this company now has the name of Renew that met a lot of my criteria. And one thing led to another. And uh, the first week of 2010, I was able to purchase the company uh, the most of the existing management team came, uh, stayed, and we just put our heads down and got to work. Uh, and the company was uh, 19 years old at the time and had a good business model. The founder was still involved uh, and um, and um, and stayed with the company. And we just uh, just needed probably a little more energy. And um, we just it, it's been a lot of just like I say, heads down doing a lot of little things and some of them have resonated and um, for reasons somewhat beyond our control, we've had some nice growth over the past 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you came on in 2010, David, were you franchise? Were, were they franchising at the time? Yeah, we were. So, the, so Renew started franchising, as you mentioned, roughly 10 years after we started uh, operating the first uh, for the most part, uh, the first couple of years of our existence was right in general cleaning. We cleaned some residences, but a lot of commercial cleaning, restaurants, um, offices, whatever you could get when you're starting out. And we found it was a very, very competitive business. So um, we decided to specialize. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, one time we, we were asked to clean a hotel and we thought, hey, this is a nice business. So we really focused very heavily, developed some very good reputation some great expertise and some relationships. And that's helped us a lot. And after we kind of refined our services, our processes, the way our systems, the way we went about doing business, then, then, uh, then soon thereafter, we started franchising and finding people that uh, our first couple of franchises and, um, and then we, you know, kept evolving and one thing led to another. And, um, you know, we started getting some some traction uh, on uh, with other franchises in various parts of the country. Mm-hmm. Now, when you talk about uh, cleaning hotels, the hospitality industry, you're not talking about housekeeping, are you? No, we are not talking housekeeping. We can do that every once in a while. We do uh, in special situations, but we like to steer away from that. We like the more challenging uh, and, and, and high-value projects that are done periodically, maybe several mm-hmm. times a year, plus or minus, uh, that typically hotels cannot do themselves or do not want to do themselves or just uh, 
having a hard time doing it. Um, so that's really uh, the type of work. So it's, we call it deep cleaning. Um, and uh, probably you and, and your listeners, um, when you go into a hotel, you probably wouldn't, you may not even be aware that this type of cleaning exists um, because we're really behind the scenes and we, 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 we do the, the challenging projects, whether it be um, getting stains out of carpets or odors out of rooms uh, when maybe a guest brings a pet or cooks or smokes. Um, we're really good at shining and, and polishing and restoring the marble or the tile and grout or, or, um, or, or cleaning the carpets. Just a wide variety of services. And about every year or so, we, we seem to uh, find another service that we can add to our repertoire um, we identify with our customers. We find a, uh, uh, a way, a solution, how to do it. And then we train our various offices. Some of our more recent, there's an example, our escalator uh, cleaning, uh, chandelier cleaning. And, uh, and our last one um, is uh, a laundry and trash chute cleaning, very specialized services. Um, and, uh, and, and we like that. We like doing the types of projects that, um, very, very few people um, are, are able to do. Well, um, and, and that kind of leads me up to my next question here. And that is, um, just to let the listeners know, this is June the 18th, 2020. And I'll say again, we're in a pandemic. I don't know if we're in the middle, at the end. I just know that it's affecting our world. So how has the pandemic changed the way you deliver your service or have, has it expanded the services that you deliver? Yeah. Yeah. It's each day seems like a new adventure, but we are, we're navigating. So we, um, we had a really strong um, 2019 and first two and a half months of of this year were really good. And then we like, uh, Many parts of the, the, not only the country, but the world kind of hit a brick wall and mm-hmm. um, business just stopped. Uh, we are, um, over the last uh, uh, number of weeks, we are finding our ways around and, and, and over the wall. We're finding opportunities uh, in, in a couple of ways. One is with our core customer base of hotels. Um, where we, since we have a wide variety of services and a number of specialty work, some of it uh, is, is needed e- even when um, things are very challenging and, uh, and money is very tight. And, and we work with our, 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 our customers on trying to be, uh, uh, come up with very flexible plans and payment plans to meet their budgets. And we're very good at that. So, so we're, finding, um, we're finding increasing opportunities in hotels, uh, the other thing is, uh, as you mentioned, um, is expansion outside of hotels. It had been something that we were we had been talking about, and we're in very early stages of doing over the past year and a half, and um, and that's been accelerated over the past several months. Some of it by accident is is that um, by relationships or 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 some marketing inbound and 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 just coming over the transom um, because we have a, a number of. Um, specialized services uh been um we're doing a lot of work outside hotels and you can almost name the industry in the customer base whether it's um retirement communities senior homes um high-end residential buildings we're doing a number now uh, restaurants office buildings 
theaters as they come back online, um, in industry, uh, some religious institutions, so and, and schools. So it's really a pretty wide variety that some of our specialty services, some of the sanitation, disinfecting, and a few other things are, are in demand. And so um, not only is that great for now um, to, to, to take on these new customers, but we think in many cases um, – when we go back to quote the new normal, whatever that may be, at some point, mm-hmm. is that um, we'll, we'll we'll be even more diversified uh, going forward. So um, that's what we like uh, that it's it, that's working out very well. And uh, you know, I think we're a fairly resourceful company. Uh, I hate to use the over the overused word of pivoting, but but um, but that's what we've uh, been doing, and uh, and that's working out very well. And um, and we think we're going to come out of this stronger um and and not only because we have these new customers uh outside of the hospitality industry but um we think uh we're going to be even in more demand within hotels just because of uh, a number of factors including the heightened need for um for for cleaning uh, going forward Right, exactly. And for my listeners, you know that I say this and I point this out periodically is that when you're looking at a franchise concept, you want to make sure that they are able to, as David called it, pivoting. What I say is they have to be flexible, be ready to make any changes depending on the market. You may think that, you know, commercial cleaning is commercial cleaning, but the pandemic has changed every single industry so it's really good to know how a franchise that you're looking at actually navigated through these times um so david i admire the way that that it sounds like you guys have not only continued to move forward uh as best possible of course the hotels were shut down for a period of time, but you did find a way to expand that. And I love hearing those things. So now let's talk a little bit about what it would look like for a franchisee. Um, when, when you're, when you, a franchise, when someone's looking at Renew Systems, do they need to have a background in cleaning service? No, they don't, and that's an important question because I think a lot of people, at least on the outside, think they do. Um, mm-hmm. I mentioned my background, very unorthodox, uh, and most of our franchisees, um, only a very small percent, have any background in cleaning. And you know, frankly, we kind of like it that way. Um, no, there's no habits. Not saying they're all bad habits, but there's no habits. We really look for people that um, we think hit me two key criteria have the right skill set and it's not uh, necessarily like i say cleaning um we're looking for people with the right skill set and importantly the right kind of personality that fits with our company culture because we're going to work very closely with with our franchisee partners um for many many years not only at the beginning but really throughout the entire tenure so uh, we really want to make sure that, you know, we see eye to eye with one another and we embrace a lot of the core tenants. Um, so, so that's, that's really it. And I think on the, on the personnel, on the skill set side, it's have to be cleaning um, uh, fortune 500 companies. We have some from very small companies, fewer self-employed, a couple came right out of the military. So a wide variety 
uh, of backgrounds. Now, yes, we can drill down and say we're looking for people that like to uh, uh, build relationships because we're kind of a relationship-based sales uh, um, organization. Um, uh, So there is some criteria as far as the background, but it has nothing to do with cleaning and in fact, um, you know, operations is much less important in our mind, operational background, than it is kind of more of a, a marketing uh, relation, a, a marketing background. Sure, sure. So if someone comes in, they have no background in the cleaning industry. What type of training do you offer them? Yeah, yeah, and 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 I'm glad you asked that, Linda, because that's clearly very important, and that's why we're able to take people from a wide variety of backgrounds. So the, the, the initial training is a 10 day training course, which we do in, uh, uh, in our home office in Chicago. It's not really a home office, uh, but we call it home base uh, for our franchisees. So we have an initial 10 day course and we'll learn a lot of how to do the, perform the different types of services, clean this type of carpet or restore this type of, of tile and grout. So there's a lot of operations, but we also focus a lot on the um, kind of the customer service and the uh, and 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 the marketing side. So we teach our franchisee how to do that, but we also show them what we do, and and we do a lot of that support as well. So we're going to work closely with them. So it's a lot of uh, training at the beginning, both operations and um, uh, marketing. Um, but we also do business building. You know, here's here's some of the issues you're going to encounter. Kind of you're going to hit. You know, in year, sometime at the end of year one, you're going to hit this point. You're going to need a second crew. Here's how you go through that. And 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 of course, we we help them do that. And, and so the the training is really a lot at the beginning, but it doesn't end. It's it and and that's um, something that's really important for us because yes, we want to get a, we we want to bring in good quality franchisees, but at the end of the day, we want them to perform and we want them to succeed. Uh, so we provide a lot of ongoing support, again, both on the operation side uh, and on the sales side, and then customize as they need it to help them grow. You know, some of our franchisees don't have a lot of finance background, so we help them mm-hmm. put together a, a, a P&L and, and how to read that and, and, and why that matters. And, and some of the others that, you know, may, may need a little help, uh, one that needed some help, um, you know, on a certain part of the operation. So we did that. It's, uh, so it's all very customized um, uh, is, is how we work. And one of the reasons um, we can do this is, is that we, we don't have a lot of franchisees, and that's by design. We have about 30 franchisees now. We cover a lot of the U.S. We cover most of the U.S. In fact, and we a couple of years ago started expanding internationally, um, and, and and both international and filling out the rest of the U.S. growth is important to us. But the reason I mention this is is that um, right now we've got about 30 franchisees, and even when we're quote sold out, we're still going to have a small number of franchisees. So. The two benefits uh, of this is is that we give out very large territories. So even our most successful franchisees still do not have 100% market share, even within hotels. So there's always more customers that we can get and more services we can offer. But the other benefit um, is that each of our franchisees is very meaningful to us. We can provide, since there's only 30 of them, we can provide a lot of individual and very responsive treatment to our franchisees. Um, you know, every one of our franchisees owners know that they can call any of us at, at the home office team 
and either get us right on the phone or get a call back within a couple of hours. So, so this responsive and individual treatment is something that, that we really want to continue to, to, uh, to be able to implement even as we grow our business. Mm-hmm. Now, for the listeners, I, I want to kind of give you um, something to compare that to. Um, when David said they've got about 30-something franchisees, uh, that doesn't seem like a lot. But let me give you an example. I have looked, I have watched a franchise that uh, just launched issuing franchises maybe two years ago. The first year, they took on 24 brand new franchisees. I have to tell you, there is absolutely no way that a company can support 24 brand new franchisees in a year. So that's another thing that you just have to look at. You want to make sure that the franchise is growing at a pace that they can manage and that will not take away from their support, them supporting you. That's really big. I admire you guys to doing that, David, because that's really critical when, when you're looking at it from the franchisee's standpoint. Yeah, and that, that, that's been our, our approach is, is that we'd rather have a fewer, number, a, a fewer number of what we think are high-quality franchisees rather than, rather than have a, a large number of maybe lesser quality franchises. Right. And, uh, you know, right. that's just the model that we've, we've chosen. Sure. So let's talk a little bit about what that franchise looks like. So is, do you, is it, do you require a, a brick and mortar? Um, is there a warehouse that's needed? What would someone need to have to get sure. started with okay. renew? Yeah. So we, we try to keep the business very, very simple simple to operate, simple on the administrative end. So it, so it enables our franchisee owners to spend less time kind of internally and more time interacting with customers and prospects. So uh, it can be run, and most of our franchisees run it as a home-based business, a home office, uh, and it also keeps the overhead down that way. All really needed is a small couple hundred square foot storage facility where you store the equipment, the chemical supplies, park the van. Hopefully over time it comes into more than one van, but starts out as one van and that's also what's needed. And, um, and then, you know, that's pretty much it. You start with one, maybe two technicians and uh, most of our franchisees don't have any when they start. We help them try to find them and they'll come in for training as well. So it's a very scalable business. Start with one van, one or two technicians. And then as business ramps up, um, bring on another technician and, and ultimately another van and, and go from there. So it's scalable, keeps the overhead down um, and, 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 uh, and, and keeps it as simple as possible to operate. So um, it, 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 our franchisees from once they, and we signed the franchise agreement, we can, uh, we can have them up and running in this matter of a month. So very quick, you can be in business quickly and uh, and again and again, it keeps the the, the cash uh, overhead mm-hmm. uh, fairly light. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now you have mentioned, and even on your website, you have um, the logo of some very well-known hotel chains. Is that something that 
a brand new franchisee could leverage to acquire those contracts in their territory? Yes, they are, that is. So we are um, preferred vendor with many of the large uh, international hotel brands. Um, and these are long-term agreements that we've had. And that enables us to, and we're the only, uh, um, we're the only nationwide uh, or international, in some cases, preferred vendor of, of, of some of these big hotel names like Marriott and, and, and a number of others. So that gives us um, not necessarily a locked-in business. We're not guaranteed any revenue from them, but they help us. They, they really promote us internally, and we know those brands very well. We know the, man, the general managers of a lot of the hotels. So we developed a really nice reputation and a lot of relationships within this niche that we use. So when a new franchisee starts up, uh, to your point, uh, Linda, that we, uh, we will contact all the hotels at the beginning on their behalf, introduce ourselves. And we already may be known because, again, you know, Marriott is an example will uh, internally promote us to their hotels. So we may be known, but even if we're not, we, we know who to talk to, what to say, and we can establish credibility pretty quickly. And so those, uh, uh, those um, big uh, hotel brands and the reputation that we've developed um, within the industry really help a lot. And we do a lot of the heavy lifting at the beginning to make those introductions. Mm-hmm. That's that is awesome. Um, I think about some of the hotels that may be going through some remodeling because uh, hotels do that from time to time. Is that something that you guys can step in and help them with as well? Uh, is the cleanup after the remodel? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 uh, that's where the role we play. So we we can we can and often there's a need. Once they've done right before they open up again, um, there's some issues um, that they need some cleaning. So we can do that uh, for the hotel or for their general contractor. So that's one of the services, this post-construction or post-remodeling cleanup. Uh, Certainly that's something that we can do. Yeah. Um, David, we need to take a quick commercial break, but do you happen to have a couple of stories that you can share with our listeners? Sure. I'd be happy to do that. Very good. Well, folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to hear more from David Grossman with Renew Systems. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with a BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898, or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. All Things Franchising is the radio show that you've been waiting for. Whether you're looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle by growing your business, allowing you to experience some of the fun things in life, or if you are looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, Linda Biastetos is your host on All Things Franchising where she interviews franchise experts from around the world. We feature top franchisers, franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, as well as others who support this fast-growing business model. 
Go to our Facebook and Twitter pages to listen to past shows and join the conversations on all things franchising. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros, and we're here today with David Grossman with Renew Systems. And I asked David if you happen to have a couple of stories that you might be able to share with our listeners. Sure. Yeah, I'll tell you about one of our franchisees. Uh, His name is Matt, and he's in San Diego. And he joined uh, a couple of years before I got involved with Renew. So this was uh, around uh, it was in 2008. Young guy, he had recently left the the Navy. Uh, not surprising, living in San Diego, um, but he was in his only in his mid 20s at the time. And for his first couple of years, um, you know, he was very very nervous. He actually brought in a partner. Partner ended up leaving a couple of years after, and Matt was kind of on his own, um, still young probably lacked a little bit of confidence in, in, in running the franchise. Um, but, uh, uh, and, and was doing an okay job, but he knew he could do better. We knew he could do better. And then, um, a couple of years after when I joined, um, we really taught, went and Matt met with Matt. Like I like to do at least once a year with each franchisee. And we talked about it and, and, um, he, he acknowledged that he could do better, but he really did not know how to. And, he um, he he admitted that for the last several years it was kind of floundering. So we we really started working closely together, kind of um, mentoring. And and I don't say this to take credit for it, but what I do want to say is it's a uh, so he found um, he started doing he started really picking up his business, and he just needed a little bit more attention, a little bit more instruction, guidance. He was a he's a good learner came out of the military, they often, uh, uh, folks coming out of the military like to follow a playbook, like to have some coaching. And he responded very well. And his business is doing incredibly well. He's really grown a lot, taken on the right roles, um, spending his time the right way. And as a result, things are working out. So, um, and, and I'm not saying that to Pat Renew on the back, but I'm saying it as the value of being involved with uh, maybe a good franchise system that is going to uh, give each person the individual treatment they need, um, and uh, and 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 hopefully they will, will benefit from that. Um, in Matt's case, he did. We knew he wanted to learn, and 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 it's working out very very well. So you know, David, one of the reasons people decide to uh, go the route of owning a franchise is so that they are in a partnership with someone that has. Uh, a proven system. So for you guys to be able to help him as he, just as what he had bought in for, he expected to be helped through this. And sometimes people need a little more help. He's a young man and had never owned a business clearly. So it, sometimes it just takes a little bit of coaching, mentoring, 
for lack of a better term, maybe a little bit of hand-holding just to let them know that you're there. So that's what a good franchisor does, right? Yes, that, that's exactly right. And, uh, you know, we want to help him, but it's also in our interest to, to, to have him succeed. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Did you have another story for us, David? Yeah, I can tell you another quick story about a customer that we helped out when they were in a bind. So, uh, and this wasn't the only time it happened, but it's one that's fresh in my mind. This actually happened in Chicago, which is our one location that we still own and operate. It's called a company store, meaning it's not franchised. We use that for developing new services, testing out new equipment, things like that. And uh, also to, to keep a good handle on the business by operating one of the locations. But in that, it was a, one of the nice downtown um, uh, uh, hotels, had a big ballroom, and they called us literally at Friday late in the day, and they said, we're having a, a, a wedding tomorrow, or at least we're hoping to have a wedding tomorrow, and it's got a lot of the rooms sold out, and then, of course, the whole ballroom. The, the, um, the, the bride came in for the final walkthrough today with, with her family, and they just frankly were not happy with the cleanliness of the room. And she just almost broke down and threatened to leave and called the wedding off. And they said, can you come in and just help us? So wow. we kind of dropped everything, we mobilized the team, and we were able to get there within a couple hours and uh, cleaned up the place. And I hear the wedding worked well, and I think they're even still married to the day. <laughs> and is that something Renew can take take credit for that they're still married today? Well, I don't know. I, I, I won't go that far. <laughs> well, it's it's good to be able to, uh, like you said, mobilize that quickly, and that is something that I think again, uh, small business owners, entrepreneurs. Um, need to be flexible. And I tell my clients that sometimes, some days I'm so flexible, I feel like Gumby. But that is all part of being a successful uh, business owner, because then that, that reputation gets out there. And um, people will know you for being able to help them out in a pinch. Of course, you don't want to just help them out in a pinch, but to have that reputation of helping them out no matter what is a great reputation. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You said it right. So David, um, somebody's listening right now. How would they get in touch with you? How would they find out more information about Renew Systems? Sure. Uh, One simple place to turn is, is look at our website. Uh, which is renewsystems.com. Renew is spelled maybe a little different than you may think. Uh, it's R-E-N-U-E. So renew, R-E-N-U-E, systems.com. And there'll be a lot of information there. Uh, and there's even a main phone number there. Uh, so that's probably the simplest way. Again, my name is, is David Grossman. I, I head up the company, and I'm happy to talk to, to any of you. I, I, I do like talking uh, not only to Linda and people that uh, that she works with, but anyone may be considering becoming a franchisee of ours because to me, um, there's no more important role as the head of the company I can play is, is by by bringing in good people. So I, uh, if we if if any of you have questions uh, about renew or just in general more about this conversation we're having about franchising in general, 
I'm more than happy to do it. So just go to, please, Renew Systems, R-E-N-U-E.com. Wonderful. David, we're down to the final questions. The first one is, if there's someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for this process? Yeah, I would say three things. And the first one is to take, you know, that gut check. Is this something that I'm really strongly considering about ownership, right? And it's um, business ownership. And this is not something that, hey, I'm going to go do this for six months, but this is something that hopefully we'll be with for a long time. And I say that to really, I think that's the first step because uh, a number of times I've spoken with people and I'm sure you have too, Linda, that think they want ownership and they'll do a lot of work. They spend three months researching franchises, think they found narrow it down to one and they get to the point where it's time to sign the franchise agreement and they just run away. Um, right. Or their spouses and, and want them to. So I think some uh, you don't want to get caught up in, in the weeds of going through a process until you really are very, very sure that if you find a franchise you like, that you actually go forward with it. So, so that's the first. Uh, and then the second is kind of your resources. Take stock of your resources. One of it is financial. Um, what is How much money do you have to invest? And, and, and we have some... Um, um, of good bank uh, partners, and, and, I, and I know Linda does as well, that can help you assess if there's any financing available. And right now, by the way, is a great time to get um, mm-hmm. SBA small business financing. Um, so, so resources, a lot of it's financial, but just other things like time. Am I going to be able to dedicate how many hours a week? Can I do this full time? Can I do this kind of 10 hours a week? And, and the answer, and there could be a franchise, there's not a right or wrong answer for that because there's some franchisees that you don't have to be fully involved. But, but I think you need to start to think about that and, and if there's any personal family or personal obligations. So uh, those are things you need to think about. So that's the second is the resources. And the third is, without a doubt, I would talk to um, someone like Linda, a, a good quality broker, because – um, yeah, I think they're technically called brokers, but they're really a coach and a partner of yours. So if you are potentially interested in a franchise, um, this will be a person who walks you through the entire process, you know, from your initial, hey, uh, what do you maybe interested in? They'll give you several options that fit your, your, your budget, your location, your skill set, a whole bunch of things. So the first help find you some candidates and then they'll walk you through the entire process. Here's how you research. Here's things to look out for. Again, here's some financing uh, people we can talk to, some lead people we can talk to, and then, um, and then uh, be with you the entire time. And, you know, those are not people that you need to pay because they're typically compensated by the franchisor. So, but they're really a coach and, there's a lot of people, but be very careful. You find someone who really has your best interest in mind. Um, someone like, like Linda, who takes the time to actually do these types of uh, events among other things. So, so that would be the third thing. So the first is take stock. Do you really want to be, we can strongly consider uh, a franchise. Uh, second is your resources. And the third is really find a good broker partner. Yeah, I appreciate that, David. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm a little bit different than a lot of brokers out there. I stay on with my clients for three to six months as their coach. They don't pay me for that three to six months. I just want to make sure that they they um, get off on the right foot 
And, um, you know, it's important for me to know that I've done everything I can to help them succeed. So the next um, question is, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? Yeah, and, and, and there's actually been some research on this. And um, the, 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 the top two um, really are the playbook, following the playbook. So uh, every franchisor has systems, right? You know, here's in our case, here's how to clean this type of carpet or this type of marble. And here's what you do when you go into a hotel, who to talk to. And, and of course, on the marketing side, we've got our own playbook as well. Uh, so we have playbooks. Some are more fleshed out than others. Some are maybe more successful than uh, others, the systems. And that's something you certainly want to uh, due diligence uh, heavily when as you're going through the process of selecting a franchise. But once you do, you really want to follow that playbook. Um, you know, we've had some franchisees, especially early on in the days when we were a little less uh, systematized, who for some reason want to spend their time on, uh, you know, on the Internet, YouTube, uh, looking, researching ways to clean a carpet. Well, I mean, that doesn't make sense. If you're joining a franchise, uh, mm-hmm. you want to follow their systems and you want to spend your time not doing things like that and more of, hey, let me try to grow the business. So mm-hmm. so following the playbook, and doesn't mean you have to be a drone and have no discretion, but you kind of you want to follow the, gen- the, the, the guidelines and, and minimize kind of the, the non-value-added time that you do. So, so that's one. And then the second is... Um, take advantage of the franchisor and your fellow franchisees. So interaction with your franchisor. So some people may say, okay, you know, we went in for the initial 10 day or two week training course. Uh, So I'm fine. You know, every once in a while, maybe I'll talk to the franchisee, the franchisor, but we're really here. If we don't hear from our franchisees, especially in the early days, if we don't hear from them frequently, we're scratching our head and it's not because mm-hmm. we've got an ego and, you know, we, we want to be, be stroked all the time, but we're thinking there's something going on there if we're not hearing from them. So we want to hear, we want to hear how you're doing. We want to hear what your questions are, your challenges are. We also want to hear what's going on in the market, you know, what's going on um, in your market or in general. Um, so we can try to help you because sometimes there's a little bit of tweaks in each market. So work with your franchise and, and at the same time, ask questions and take advantage sure. of, of what they have to say. But this, but then you also have the franchisees and um, in many franchise systems, they're there to help you. So they're a resource. We, we have a nice internal communication where oh, a franchisee can pose a question and to all the other franchisees and typically they'll get several answers on that. Um, so, so things like that as well. And, uh, and, 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 and because it can be a lonely job, you're out there by yourself. So it's nice to have mm-hmm. some camaraderie. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very good points there, David. The final question here is what does the future of franchising look like? Yeah, I, I think it's strong and I don't, and, and I think it's um, maybe even stronger uh, coming out of this uh, global pandemic, but I think it's strong right. because just in general, as business gets more competitive, whether you're a store, a restaurant, a service, whatever it is, it's just, it's just getting more competitive. And how do you get an edge? Um, the, way, the way I think to get an edge is uh, kind of the, 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 to take advantage of the best of both worlds. One is be involved with a franchise that's been successful, that has a track record, that's been up and running for many years, um, that you can benefit from so you can learn, uh, you know, 
how to how to run this restaurant or in our case, you know, how to clean these types of services. You can learn that quickly, be up and running and have that resource if, uh, hey, this is throwing me for a, for, for a curve. How, how do I handle it? So, so, so you, you get the, the benefit of many, many years of experience, but yet you're, you're, the customer gets the benefit of local ownership, meaning our right. franchisees are, are servicing their customers, and we know they're going to do a good job because they're very vested, as opposed to just having maybe a nine-to-five uh, employee who gets paid by the hour. Um, they can do a good job, but the research shows if you're – being serviced by the owner or, or um, who's local, the odds are good uh, you're going to get a better better result. So yeah. I think that's that's really particularly that's one of the big reasons why I'm continually bullish as the world gets more competitive to have that best of both worlds. Uh, I, I think is uh, is very is very uh, uh, encouraging for our industry. Yeah, I would definitely agree with you, David. That this pandemic has. Um, has encouraged people that would not have normally looked at franchising as looking at that as an opportunity for them to either leave corporate or um, realize that if they own their own business, especially in specific industries, uh, the furlough, they wouldn't have to be facing a furlough or a layoff. So I appreciate you um, pointing that out. So one more time, David, how would they find out more information if they were interested in knowing more about Renew Systems? Sure. So our website, renewsystems.com, R-E-N-U-E systems.com. You can email me directly, david.grossman at Renew Systems, at david.grossman at renewsystems.com. Um, you, you email me and I'll get you a quick, uh, quick response or we can, we can speak by phone. So those are probably the, the best ways to reach me. And um, again, I'm more than happy to talk further about Renew or just more generally about franchising. Very good. David, thanks so much for being on the show today. I, I really appreciate you sharing this uh, Renew system story. Oh, it's my pleasure, Linda. I, I hope I was helpful. Absolutely. So, folks, as I have always said to you, is that uh, franchising is more than burgers and fries. And these industries that I've been spotlighting over the last several months here, they, they have really um, bounced back. And many of them have come back stronger from this pandemic than, than in the beginning. Um, many of them have revenues that are greater than they anticipated, even though there wasn't a lot of business for a couple of months. Those are things that we would want to look at uh, in looking for a franchise for you. So as always, I leave you with a quote. This quote is, success is in the details. This is a quote by J. Willard Marriott, and Marriott is one of the chains that Renew Systems supports. So you may have stayed in a Marriott, and you may have noticed that they do focus on the details. Thanks again for joining me on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time 
when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising. 